0: You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Good morning and welcome back. I am Heather Carroll. I am your host this morning for Real Presence Live. Thank you for joining me and allowing me into your homes, workplaces, cars, wherever you might be listening. We're broadcasting today from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, South Dakota. It's a beautiful day here in South Dakota and a beautiful day to spend some time outside which I'm going to get the opportunity to do tonight so let's discuss shall we (laughs) Jenny Palmer is here from the Bishop Hospitality House good morning
1: Jenny good morning Heather how's it going good how's it going
0: for you good oh weather alerts going off on the radio so are we off Oh well, we'll just keep going. Okay. <laughs> Weather alerts are always good. They have to alert us that something's going on. Hopefully nothing bad, but Bishop Dudley Hospitality House. First, let's start there. What is that? Our, not to scare you, but our listening audience is five states wide, so they might not know what the Bishop Dudley Hospitality House is.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the Bishop Dudley Hospitality House is an emergency temporary shelter for homeless individuals and families located in downtown Sioux Falls. So we serve around 1,800 people every year. So we provide that emergency shelter for people to come in during the winter and find safe shelter as well as provide them with the resources they need to get back on their feet as well as meet some of their physical needs like laundry and showers. Yeah.
0: Well, and the thing I love about the Bishop Dudley House is it's not just um, providing help today.
1: You're helping people to get out of homelessness also. Can you talk a little bit about that portion? Yeah, absolutely. So the Bishop Dudley Hospitality House has been around, we're coming up on 10 years. It's hard to believe. (laughs) Yep, it'll be (laughs) 10 years here in 2025, and we've kind of had to transition our mission from being just that temporary emergency shelter to transitioning folks out and focusing on that case management just mm-hmm. because Sioux Falls has continued to grow. We've seen our numbers of homelessness continue to rise so we've kind of had to change our mission a little to along with being that emergency shelter that people can come to mm-hmm. be that place that people can come to and get the resources they need to get back on their feet yeah um, so we can keep them moving on keep them moving forward with their lives and yeah Keep our doors open for the next people yeah. to come in.
0: Because just because you provided somebody a room for one night doesn't solve their problems.
1: <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yep.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, how many people are we talking?
1: Yeah, so we have a 100 bunk shelter. So, we do 80 bunks for men, 20 bunks for women. And then our capacity is around 155. Um, and then we have seven seven family rooms. So we serve around 50 families a year. Wow! Um, And then so just about every night in the winter, we reach that capacity, Um, sometimes go over on those super cold nights. Mm -hmm. So we have, you know, anywhere from 150 to 180 in that
0: building. So how many people do you, and I I don't know if you have these numbers in your head, you might just because (laughs) of your job. But uh, how many people do you serve a year?
1: So last year in 2022, we served just around 1800 individuals. Wow. Yep, so that is... And some of those individuals are for multiple nights? Yep.
0: Come back over and over?
1: Yep. So that includes some individuals who maybe just needed a place to stay between moving homes. Mm. Um, You know, that includes individuals who maybe had to take care of a little bit of debt to get back into their own home. Or that also includes individuals who may be chronically homeless and have been homeless for years um, and may need a little bit more intensive case management to get back on their feet. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, homelessness is all sorts of people, all sorts of stories. So it's all sorts of people that come through our doors. And we just kind of meet with them right when they come through the door, sit them down, ask them what it is they need, and try to get them connected with the resources.
0: Would it surprise most of us average people out on the street to see some of the people that do come in?
1: Yeah, I think there is a perception of homelessness that it's, you know, the bum or the lazy person or people are there of their own choice. Mm -hmm. Um, But kind of like I said, it's all a variety of people. There's a variety of reasons that lead people to homelessness, um, whether it's familial issues, medical debt, mental health, addiction It is all sorts of people that come through the door, and there's all sorts of people who never expected to be homeless. Mm -hmm. You know, I think a lot of us never have to confront the reality that we may be homeless, even though a lot of us are living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Um, So there is kind of, yep, all sorts of people and lots of people who would never expect to be homeless. So, yep, we had a dad in there. He had two children with autism. He was Mm. a car dealership. Um, A car dealer making $60,000 a year, never thought he'd be homeless. Mm -hmm. Um, His wife had a mental breakdown, and they got kicked out of their place, Mm. and then it was very hard for him. He was just a few months away from getting his master's degree, and just a life series of events happened that set him back on his feet. So he turned to the Bishop Dudley, and he stayed there for a few months with us, and got his forklift license, and got a job, and he's been, yep, happily living with his kids now for about a year he's been stable. You just never
0: know. You just never know. And so a lot of people have been seeing on Facebook that the Bishop Dudley Hospitality House is having a sleep out, a night of hope. And I'm participating in that tonight. And part of my story made it onto Facebook was um, when my ex husband had a couple surgeries when we lived in Colorado. And for those that have lived in the middle of the Rockies, know that it's people's second and third homes. Like, we're talking gazillionaires, right? <laughs> and we're just the average Joes. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but we, he had two surgeries back-to-back, and it was very, very difficult to uh, take care of my little daughter. She was four at the time. And him, who he needed full, round-time care... And then he was the breadwinner. And then, so then his income was slashed, I don't know, to maybe half, maybe not even. So then you start adding all these things up, and then he needs to go in for a second surgery. And you're just like, it piles on, and it piles on, and it piles on. And you're just trying to survive. And there was one point where I couldn't pay the rent. And what am I going to do? And you're deciding, okay, do I uh, buy groceries Or do I pay my rent? We need both. What do I do? You know, and so you just go into this panic. And I picked up the phone to our landlord um, to see if they might be willing to work something out with us. And they were, thankfully. Thankfully, they weren't just some big corporation. Thankfully, it wasn't just some... Group of people who don't really care, but they were actual people <laughs> that actually cared, and that made a world of difference. And then I was able to, you know, go to the the food shelter and get food, you know. And so it was a really tough lesson for me to learn, a really humbling lesson for me to learn um, that I was that needy. I never thought I would be that person. I never thought I would be that close to. Uh, packing everything into my car and figuring out, okay, now where are we going? Now what are we going to do? And so I also think about being paycheck to paycheck because we, I work nonprofit, you work nonprofit and you think about, okay, let's take two paychecks away, two paychecks in a row for whatever reason, right? What would you do?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think we don't realize that a lot of those people may not get those lucky breaks and a lot of us have plans for our lives and it doesn't take a big wrench yeah. to throw those plans askew um, so thank you for sharing your story mm-hmm. and you know you kind of mentioned that a lot of the time it is hard to ask for help mm-hmm. um, so a lot of the people who walk through our doors are already facing that or maybe they did try to solve it on their own and mm-hmm. they didn't get help
2: mm-hmm. so they
1: may come in even more defeated um, so, you know, we just kind of try to give them that space, show them a little compassion and say, hey, life has knocked you down. Let's focus on tomorrow and get back up and give them those resources. Mm-hmm. But it's not easy. And, you know, kind of like you mentioned, a lot of people never even began to confront the reality that this could be their life. Yeah. And it could happen quickly.
0: That's the part that scares me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it can could, it could happen quickly. It could, it's just, you know a surgery away, or whatever it might be, but... Yeah, so let's talk about A Night of Hope. We only have a few minutes before we have to go to break, but let's give the, the preamble of what A Night of Hope is.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this will be our ninth annual Night of Hope for the Homeless. Um, and we use this as an opportunity to kind of raise awareness of some of the realities that our homeless brothers and sisters have to go through. So we invite community leaders to come to the Bishop Dudley, hear from some of our guests and hear their stories in kind of an intimate setting, um, and then And we have asked these community leaders to sleep out in front of the Bishop Dudley Hospitality House to kind of get an insight into some of the realities that our homeless population has to face, as well as just to kind of highlight the need for the Bishop Dudley. Um, I think when you're out there at night, you kind of realize what is all going on downtown at night and realize that the Bishop Dudley has to be there so people have a space to go. Um, to be safe, to be secure, to know where they're gonna sleep at night so they can focus on making that next step mm-hmm. um, and get some of that security.
0: Yeah.
1: So we are having um, 10 community leaders, um, including Heather, <laughs> sleep out tonight at the Bishop Dudley, um, kind of in support of our mission and to raise awareness um, just kind of of their growing population in Sioux Falls and what Bishop Dudley all does to provide them those resources and get them back on their feet. Beautiful, yeah. I was I was very
0: honored to be asked to participate, and I've been thinking a lot about it as I as we get closer. I'm one of those people that likes my living environment to be very controlled. You know, I like things, and I I think we're all that way. You know, (laughs) like everything has to be just so. And I was laying in bed thinking about that last night because I just wanted my blankets just perfect. You know, and. Um, it's really been making me think a lot about my own life and where I'm at and, um, what does it matter? Does it really matter? You know, and, and it, it's just shedding new light even for me, um, on this whole situation but let's take a break and uh when we come back jenny's going to stay with us and we're going to talk a little bit more about the bishop dudley sleep out that's happening tonight what to expect um what things are going to go on and what past people have said about it so stay with us more real presence live right after this
2: live engaging and local
0: This is Dr. Ryan Sappo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. I want to share with fellow business owners how underwriting Real Presence Radio has been a tremendous blessing to our clinic. Supporting Real Presence Radio as an underwriter allows me to support the mission and work of the new evangelization and also helps us spread the word about Catholic patient-centered eye care in the Fargo-Moorhead area. We've seen a huge return on investment with new patients who found out about Lumen Vision through RPR. If you're a business owner, I'd highly encourage you to consider underwriting Real Presence Radio. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of RPR, and I hope you
2: will be too. God's blessings to all of you. My name is Father Chad Wilhelm, and I'm a priest of the Diocese of Fargo. And this year I celebrate 25 years of being a priest. And the joy, the great things that I love about the priesthood is the deep relationship that Jesus and I have as speaking heart to heart. He knows the depths of my heart, and He speaks to all of us in the depths of our heart. That's what I enjoy about being a priest, that I get to speak about Jesus, not just on Sundays, but every day of my life, and that I've given my life to Jesus and the church. What a wonderful grace and a gift that has been for me for 25 years, and to serve the good people of the Diocese of Fargo, but just to serve the church as a whole. May God continue to bless all of you as you listen to Real Presence Radio.
0: Let us run to Mary and ask her little children cast ourselves in their arms with a perfect confidence. St. Francis de Sales. Join together with families across the local area for the rosary, nightly here on Real Presence Radio. On Wednesday through Monday nights, tune in at 8 p.m. Central, and on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Central. Gather the whole family together and pray this powerful prayer with us. Join us for the rosary Wednesday through Monday at 8 p.m. and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central here on the RPR Network. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the upper midwest now back to the show good morning and welcome back i'm heather Caro. i am your host this morning broadcasting from sioux falls south dakota i'm having a great conversation with jenny palmer from the bishop dudley hospitality house it's our homeless shelter here in sioux falls and we we're just talking about the sleep out tonight um One of the things that I wanted to bring up was, in my little spiel that you can find on Facebook, I um, mentioned the fact that when I was in that state of possibly losing my home, we hardly had any food in the cabinets, um, bigger things didn't matter to me, and my whole focus was on survival. 110 percent so you would ask me to do the simplest thing like can you go renew your driver's license and i would be like that doesn't matter that really doesn't matter right now that is so like off in left field can you talk a little bit about the mentality that uh, some of these homeless people are living with because i think that helps us to understand why they do struggle and what it is to live like that um because we always, a lot of us tend to be like, but if they just, why don't they just? But can you speak into their mental state when they're fighting for survival?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I know we mentioned kind of how some of us have a life plan, and it just takes a small wrench to kind of throw that in there. Um, and that, you know, when these people are become homeless, they kind of lose that luxury of being able to think about those bigger things in life and some of those important things to do and kind of focusing on the far future. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, sometimes we talk about choices that they may make, but the choice that they may have made that led them to here would be, you know, maybe providing food for their children or transportation to get to work rather than paying their electricity bill. Um, And then they have to... Either decide to pay their rent or pay the back on um, their electricity bill. Um, so it's just mm-hmm. a difficult decision where they m- may not make the right decision in the right moment or be able to ask for help. Um, But its they'd never made the wrong decision. It was just a series of events. And that kind of throws them into this survival mode where they are not worried about planning for, you know, even two weeks out, a month out, they're focused on the next day. So that's where we kind of try to come in and lift some of that burden for them by saying, hey, you have a place to sleep tonight. You have a place you can do your laundry. You know where you're going to get three square meals a day. And you can come in and take a shower. And we kind of try to take care of that physical needs right away mm-hmm. and alleviate some of that burden. So then we can sit down with them, kind of take a shared accountability approach and focus on that future. And kind of through all of that, building them back up, kind of allow them to dream again and plan for their future and kind of give some of that dignity back to them that they can make their own choices.
0: So let's talk uh, uh you can't talk about homeless without talking about um, some of the issues that they're confronted with Um, and it's been known that they have some mental health issues and they may have some addiction issues how does the Bishop Dudley Hospitality House reach out to those and help them through some of those maybe they just need different medications or get on medications or to see a doctor how does the Bishop Dudley Hospitality House help those people who need help
1: Yeah, so, I mean, from the beginning, um, when we opened our doors in 2015, we recognized that it would take a collaborative approach to solve this issue and that we could not do it alone. Um, So we have really worked with local agencies within Sioux Falls um, to kind of cover you know we talk about the physical but to also come in and address the emotional and the spiritual and the mental Mm -hmm. side of things and you know care for the whole person so we invite agencies to come in you know we have a couple of behavioral health agencies that come in every single week and meet with our guests we have a few medical clinics that come in every single week um, and we also have a community health worker that's on staff and her focus is basically mental health Um, and she's been with us seven years, seven, nine years now. So she really knows a lot of our clients and is Mm. able to build those relationships with them and kind of encourage them to meet with some of our behavioral health specialists. Um, But, you know, we try to really bring those services into our shelter and make it as easy as possible for our guests to receive some of those treatments. Um so you know, I think through relationship building and kind of going back to our values of giving them a little control over their own life and their dignity and kind of leading them to that, but we try to make it as easy as possible and we cannot do it with, you know, all our partners in Sioux Falls who yeah. kind of allow us to address and care for the whole person.
0: Yeah, we've got we are very lucky in Sioux Falls that all of our our different groups work together and uh, instead of all providing the exact same thing you're all providing your own niche in how to help solve the problem or get people back into home so tonight the, the sleep out what is the goal for the sleep out are we doing fundraising
1: yeah absolutely so the sleep out is actually one of our biggest fundraisers of the year um so not only do we use it to kind of raise awareness of the issue of homelessness within sioux falls but we also use it as an opportunity to raise some funds. Um, So we have quite a few sponsors um, that sponsor the evening. um, And then we also have quite a few individuals. We've kind of been introducing our sleepers um, over the past couple weeks on our Facebook page. um, And a lot of them have gone out and procured some donations, but it is a pretty big fundraiser for us. um, So we kind of use it as an opportunity to highlight just the increasing need for our services Mm -hmm. in Sioux Falls, um, as well as all the things that we do there at the Bishop Dudley.
0: So what can I expect to go on when I when I arrive this evening?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I kind of think of it as a pretty intimate evening. Um, I think, like I said, a lot of people get more out of it than they think. Um, so, you know, you'll come on in, have dinner, get to hear from our leadership a little bit. Um, and then we kind of sit down and go over some stories from past guests. And then you get the chance to hear from some of our individuals who are staying at the shelter, Or who have transitioned out of the shelter and kind of just give them that space to tell their own Mm. story and what the bishop dudley has done for them um and kind of what it is that they're planning to do Mm. and kind of you know what they've done with that that dignity that they've gotten back in their future um and then we take a little walk of the neighborhood after dark um and then we settle in for the night and you'll be staying out in the bishop dudley parking lot um with nine other community leaders and you know learning a little bit more about what goes down there um but it's yeah it's an eye-opening experience for sure and just gives a little bit more real insight and you know Mm -hmm. i think once you give these people the space and the time to share their stories we can learn a whole lot just by sitting down and listening that's awesome i love it well i'm really
0: i i don't know if
1: excited is the word
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm really intrigued a mixture of emotions i'm sure (laughs) It it is and it's uh, I think this experience It it has already been with me since I was asked I've been thinking about it And I've always felt like I have a very grateful heart Mm -hmm. You know, um, because I have Been at the very bottom And being a single mom um, Things just come harder For a single parent Um, And so I feel like I've always been really grateful But I think I could be more grateful You know The simple things in life.
1: Yeah, I don't know if we can ever reach a point in our life where we're too grateful. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, there's always something, even the smallest things like the blankets and those small comforts, (laughs) we have to take time and realize that those are important. Thank you, God. (laughs) Yes, absolutely.
0: Thank you, God. Well, we have just a few minutes left. Any last thoughts? Um, Where can people go if they want to donate to this cause? They can donate on behalf of Heather so that I get lots of good numbers.
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, So yeah, kind of like I mentioned, you can find our Facebook page, um, Bishop Dudley Hospitality House, um, and that will have a lot of information on the Night of Hope as well as kind of introduce you to some of our stories. Um, And Heather has graciously shared her story on there as well, and it's quite powerful. Um, And then you also... also have a website, so bdhh.org. You can go on there, um, kind of learn a little bit more about all the things that we have going on at the Bishop Dudley Hospitality House, Um, and you can donate on there, as well as it includes a link to our Amazon wish list um, and other ways that you can help, such as, you know, donation drives, coming in to volunteer, um, praying for us, kind of all those things that we need, because like we talked about, it It takes a village. It does. Heading into winter, uh, new concerns arise.
0: What are some things that people um, who are in the area that could, or any area, could donate to their local um, homeless shelter? What are most needed items?
1: Yeah, um, so um, just kind of some of those smaller comforts that we talked about, those hygiene items, you know, razors, deodorant, shampoo, conditioner, soap. um, We run through those all pretty quick, those things that. We kind of have the luxury of not worrying about. Um, Mm -hmm. We go through those quite quickly. Um, Things like underwear and socks. um, And then now kind of going into that winter season, things like hats and gloves and coats um, and those things that will keep them warm. um, And kind of as we go into those Midwest winter months, those Mm -hmm. things that are life-saving.
0: So do you think with the Bishop Dudley House that there are people that still Um, don't come to
1: the Dudley House and are sleeping on the streets every night? Yeah, absolutely. There are people who, you know, choose to do that, Mm -hmm. who may not like some of the um, routine or rules that we have at the Bishop Dudley. um, And then, you know, kind of like I said, we try to accommodate everyone we can. But usually we are already reaching capacity this year, which usually we don't see until our first snowstorm. Hmm. Um, So the numbers just keep continuing to rise. um, And we kind of work with other shelters in the area to make sure that everyone has a bed, especially as we approach these dangerous cold months. Mm -hmm. Um, But there are people who choose to sleep outside, but, you know, we kind of do as Do as best as we can to keep our doors open.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think sometimes my naive brain to make myself feel better, I think, oh, they're all going to the Dudley house. They're all going to the St. Francis house. They're all finding a spot. You know what I mean? And in reality, that's just not true.
1: Yeah. I mean, it is... In some sense true because um, yeah somebody said to me the other day whenever it's really cold or it's raining I think of the Bishop Dudley Mm -hmm. because that's where a lot of people have to think of when it's cold Um, but you are right there is that need for services and we are seeing it year after year that there are more and more people so it's going to take even more wonderful
0: well jenny thank you for coming and sharing about the bishop dudley house and the night of hope that's going on tonight and where people can donate so thank you so much it's great to have you here and I'll see you later. Yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, thank you, Heather, so much for having me on. And you know what? Just thank you so much for agreeing to come out and learn a little bit more about the Bishop Dudley. And yeah. let us um, allow us in here to keep sharing the good news. Sounds good. Well, folks, we've got to take a quick break. When we come back,
0: Eric Gallagher is going to be on the other side. So stay with us. More Real Presence Live right after this.